This is Walk Good, African and Caribbean folk tales retold by storyteller Keisha Christie. Join us as we share stories passed down from generation to generation. Gather your family and your friends, reminisce about the old days, learn something new, and most of all, walk good. Welcome to another episode of Walk Good. I'm your storyteller, Keisha Christie, and in this episode, we have an Antiguan folktale for you. Stories have power, and they shape how we understand our reality. The Antiguan stories often are told about legends, folklore, and folktales with characters such as Anansi. This story is called Anansi and the Guinea Bird. Hard times had come to the land. A terrible drought had come through. The grass was dry. The trees were dry. The drought even dried up the big river that gave the village all of its water. No one could remember a drought quite like this. And Nancy the spider was hungry and there was no food. Now, Anansi knew that he had to find some way, somehow, to fill his belly. He thought long and hard, but he couldn't quite come up with a plan, and his stomach was growling loudly. He knew he either had to fill his stomach or he would die. So he thought some more, and then he came up with a plan. Well, we all know that when you cannot do things within your own power, we turn to Father God. And we ask for more. Well, Anansi turned to Father God and said, You know what, Father God? The world would be a better place if people would stop interfering in other people's business. Here's what I'm thinking, Anansi went on to tell Father God, that if there were a new law made where anybody who poked their nose into somebody else's business would drop dead, the world would be better off. Father God considered Anansi's words, and it's true, people were nosy, and they seemed to have nothing better to do other than find out what other people were doing and to make comments on other people's business. So if this new law came to play, the world could be a better place. Father God accepted Anansi's recommendation and made the new law. <laughs> Happy with the new law, Anansi set out to start making a garden on the rocks. Yes, Anansi grabbed his gardening tools. He had a hoe, a machete, a pickaxe, and he started to chip away at the rock. And of course, he was pretending to cultivate a garden. And wouldn't you know, the nosy of the nosy came out to find out what Anansi was doing. Goat was the first to come by. He walked by and he watched Anansi for some time. And in his surprise, confusion, and bewilderment, he said, What is Anansi doing? Trying to grow food on rocks? But the moment Goat asked the question, he dropped dead upon spot. Quickly, Anansi took up Goat, brought him to his house, and made a Good meal out of him. It was the first time Anansi had eaten in a very long time. And goat meat, ooh, 
it was so sweet. Well, Anansi said to himself, rubbing his big belly and belching noisily. Hmm. Wherever you are right now, goat, I hope you learned your lesson and think twice before you interfere in a people business. The next day, Anansi returned to his rock garden and started to chip away at the rocks once again. Shortly after, Pig came by and he looked at Anansi in pure amazement and he watched Anansi as he struck the rocks with a pickaxe. Anansi, he grunted. Hmm, what are you doing there? Trying to grow food from stone? Surely you know better than that. And just like goat, pig dropped dead pond spot. As the days went on, many, many more animals suffered the same fate as goat and pig. There was buffalo, lion, vulture, elephant, parrot, hyena. Ooh, and Nancy caught them all in his fatal trap. And then he would go home and fill his belly. Mm, his trick was definitely filling his tummy. While everyone was dying of hunger and feeling the pain, and Nancy was not starving at all. He was getting fatter and fatter. Fatter, and with his endless supply of meat in his house, he ate healthy every night. Now, he would have eaten all of the birds and other animals if the guinea bird had not spied Anansi and his foolishness and decided to turn Anansi's trickery against him. Now, guinea bird was almost completely bald with just two feathers on the top of his head, and he went out and he found himself a horse and a saddle. Then he thought about it for a long time and came up with a funny song that he practiced for weeks in preparation with his meeting with Anansi. You see, on that fateful day, that precious morning, Anansi was out picking away at his rock garden, and Guinea Bird came riding past on the horse, and he began to sing a song very loudly. His song went a little something like this. All the boys who go to the barber shop comb their hair just like me. Now, you and I both know that Guinea Bird had nothing but two feathers on the top of his head, but hear the song. All the boys go to the barber shop to comb their hair and look like me. Now, <laughs> Guinea Bird went on. He was pretending using his hand to comb his hair as he sang and rode past. He rode past the Nancy in one direction and then turned around and ride the horse back in the next direction. And all the while singing his song, how all the boys go to the barbershop to comb their hair like me. Well, Anansi was speechless. As a matter of fact, he was stunned. This is ridiculous. What kind of nonsense is this? Anansi said to himself as he watched Guineberg majestically ride on the horse, turning his bald head with none but two feathers on the top, side to side, passing his hand over it proudly as if he was stroking a full mane of hair. <laughs> Anansi had to exercise some very serious self-control. Because remember, Anansi was responsible for the new law. Well, Anansi kept to himself. He turned his head back and continued picking away at his rock garden. But Guinea Bird kept riding up and down the path to Anansi's garden, singing the same song all the while. Anansi found him, 
very difficult to keep working. He did his best to ignore Guinea Bird, but boy, the song was so stupid, giving that Guinea Bird was bald, nothing but two feathers on the top of his head, but boys want to comb the hair like him and stroking his two feathers like it was a full mane of hair and Nancy was having trouble. Mm. And Nancy wished that Guinea Bird would lose his voice and leave him alone. But no such luck. Guinea Bird kept going up and down singing that ridiculous song as loudly as ever. <sighs> and Nancy had to breathe it out. What was a Nancy going to do? He tried and tried and tried not to lose his patience but gosh it was hard. Like an itch that needed scratching. How do you not scratch that inchy place? And Nancy tried to stop himself from speaking, but it got harder and harder. He tried to bite his tongue so he wouldn't talk, but boy, that didn't work. He closed his eyes, hoping that guinea bird would just fade away and that stupid song would fade into silence. But all of his efforts were in vain. Finally, Anansi looked up to the heavens and said, Father God, I got you to make this new law, but I have to ask one thing. What is it that guinea bird have on his head to comb? As soon as the words left Anansi's mouth, Anansi dropped dead, pun spot. Join us in our next episode as we have new stories to share with you. Find out what's happening between episodes by following us on our socials. You can find us on Instagram at Talking, T-A-L-K-I-N underscore Tales, T-A-L-E-S. You can also find us on Facebook at Talking Tales-Stories or on YouTube where you can see these stories performed by our storyteller. And you can find us on our channel at Talking T-A-L-K-I-N Tales, T-A-L-E-S. We encourage you to like, share, follow, review, and comment on this episode so that we can share more stories with you and build our community. Till we meet again, share this story with your friends and your family. And most of all, walk good.